channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Hi, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Happy holidays, world. And, uh, whew, boy, I don't know about you, but it's been an interesting time, hasn't it? It's been fun. I mean, holidays are just like, you know, wow. it's like really nice to have your family, really nice to see them go. You know, it's a really tough time to be psychic in the world because all kinds of people have all kinds of weird stuff going on, almost enough to make you crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. I know, but then I'm already crazy, so I know that. Good point. Well, thank goodness we have today's amazing guest, founder of something called Pragmatic Psychology. And uh, somebody we both know very well, who's also an access consciousness facilitator, who goes around, I don't know, changing people and making them happy from a psychological perspective, too? That can't be good. I know. Don't tell anybody this is happening out there in the world. Yeah. Don't let anybody know there's actually a psychologist who's actually using tools to empower people. Shh. We'll keep that just (laughs) between us. And on that note, welcome Susanna Mittermeier. How are you, my dear? Hi, guys. Thank you for this amazing introduction. Great. Uh, even though it's holidays, I'm actually really happy. Um, oh, it's just really cool. You know, those access consciousness tools just work, you know. It's just awesome. <laughs> That's kind of a cool thing, you know. So yeah. I think this is just such an appropriate time to have you on you know, given that it's a holiday season, given that so many people have been experiencing so many things that they don't necessarily know what to do about, aren't necessarily interested in, or don't necessarily know that things can be different because they probably had the same type of holiday year after year after year. So, um, by the way, you know how we like to talk a lot. So, if you have anything to say, <laughs> please feel free to sure. chime in. Feel yeah, free to anytime, add. Because it's like, you know, hey, we might, you know, let you in if you're lucky. They hear from oh, us all. Thank you, guys. <laughs> so, um, so one of the things that I thought was interesting I, in reading your book, Pragmatic Psychology, which, by the way, is wonderful. Thank it's you. so well done. Thank you. Yeah. It was like, funny because it was easy to write, you know, it's like, you know, you're supposed to write a book and it's going to be hard work and, and you stuff like that. And, and, um, it was shamelessly easy, which was really, really fun. Um, and, and bringing it out there in the world, just writing what you know is such a great thing. So I, you know, just that you mentioned this, I really would like to inspire people. You know, if you have something you know, and instead of trying to wait until it's perfect in your head, just get it out there and let the world know. Just wanted to say that. Sorry to I cut agree. You. <laughs> hey, so I have a question about that. You know how you have been speaking about what you know in your book? Because you were speaking from what you know, 
Was there any point at which you thought, well, gosh, maybe people don't want to hear this. Maybe this has no value because it just seems like it comes so easy to you? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Totally. I had to pot and pock myself all the way through because, you know, because it is so easy, like what you know and what is so, um, what's the word, like so, the things we take for granted that are so easy for us, um, it's well, like, like so it, natural for you, you know, so, yeah, just yeah. part of nature. Exactly. So, so just writing it down. So I, I was in psychiatry in Sweden and, and just wrote down what I know about creating change in a different way than I was educated in university. Like, you know, I was taught psychotherapy and psychological testing and all whatever, you know, whatever the sweet, the English names are for that. And anyway, so everything was based on, you know, doing it a certain way, having a, a, a reference point of usually something that doesn't work that's wrong. And um, so I tried to do it that way, and it really never worked for me. It didn't really create the possibilities that I knew was possible. So, so I started just to write down by asking questions, using the access consciousness tools and asking questions, so what else is possible? What do I know? I started to play and explore and then write down what I know, just easy peasy, just like, you know, typing. And then um, I didn't really have a point of view that this should become anything. And then Gary asked me, so are you writing a book? And I'm like, am I? Oh, well, is, are you a book? You know, I was asking the pages I was writing. And I'm like, oh, this, you know, what is possible with this being a book? And this is how it all started, you know, just by playing with it and asking questions. So, yeah, it can be easy. <laughs> yeah, you know, one of the things that was interesting because I was a psychology major, you know, back in the olden days, long, yeah. long ago and far away. Uh, he taught Freud everything he knows. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like I learned from Freud. No. Uh, yeah, it's like the one thing that was interesting is that they, you know, they showed you the basis of it, which was Greek, which was uh, something like, yeah. I think, Sikos Logos, which means the study of how to know. Exactly. And it's like, and yet that's not what people have been doing for years here. Instead of studying how to know, they study how to get it right. To, how to think, how to behave right, how to adapt to this reality, basically, and, and, you know, yeah, do it the right way. And so when you were going along, I, I want to, if we can back up just a little bit, I, you know, I think sometimes we take for granted, <laughs> <clears throat> you know, you were saying, I just use the access tools. Can you just be a little more, like, even a little more basic, I guess I would say, or a mm-hmm. little more... Um, like if you could you t- speak about that a little bit more so people yeah. can get a sense of like what came up what you did how you used it and and how you got to this place where you created this idea of pragmatic psychology that's a great great question so so um as I was taught in traditional psychology and psychotherapy, it was, you know, the, the, the model, the way of working is always based on something not working, something being wrong. And even if there are some models that are based on asking questions, there's still something in the back of the head that always tells you, oh, here's a problem that needs to be fixed. So you, you already go into meeting the patient, meeting the client with something in the back of your head. Okay, some, you know, with a radar, something doesn't work, need to find what doesn't work, need to find the cause um, and analyze it and understand it to get there. So, and I tried that, yeah. Well, so that's, so the starting point is there's something wrong. Now we just need to find out what's wrong. Exactly, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Please so, carry on. So, Sorry. <laughs> so, and that is exactly. So, this is where you go to, you know, try to understand it. And just talking about notice how this is like, uh, you know, already contracting your world because, like, how much, like, you have to go into your head so much to try to think and understand and make sense of things. And this is how, what, you know, this is what most people do when they're out in the world. Like, trying to make sense of things that don't make sense yeah you try to find a why to something where there are lots and lots and lots of whys and try to make the why the cause like logical or significant um, as though that would change anything so and I would try that and I was like I would feel so drained out of energy at in the evenings and like every every time I would go back from work to to my home and and I'm like this this can't be it there must be something different so I was at the point where I went like, I demanded something different. I didn't say the words of demanding something different. I just knew something different was possible. So I was ready to, you know, to throw it all away, to quit everything and just, you know, something else needs to show up. So um, this was exactly the time where I found the Access Consciousness tools. I took four days off from work, I remember. I didn't know why. I just knew, okay, those four days, something, you know, whatever that is, will show up. And then a lady from the States came and, and she facilitated the, the core classes in Access Consciousness Bars Foundation Layer 1. And there I, I learned the tools, which changed my whole life. And then I was you know, starting to use myself as my own guinea pig and like, you know, see if, if it works for me, um, you know, what's possible with this changing my patients and my clients' life. And since everything changed, like literally everything, body, you know, uh, money, relationship, where I lived, like literally everything changed in a, such a short amount of time. And I've tried so much before that. Um, so I'm like, wow. You know, being in your realm of study, you know, being in, in your line of <laughs> yes. work. I would imagine you would have tried a lot of things before that, probably most of them mental. Exactly that. And that is a great point. It's like everything was mental. Um, and it's like, you know, I love to refer to what, you know, small kids draw. Like when small kids start to draw, they draw big heads and then small feet attached. And then people say, well, you know, they just draw that because they're little kids. They don't know better. I'm like, no, they're brilliant. This is exactly (laughs) how people go around, like big heads and then small little feet. I call them brain footers. You know, it's like brain on feet. So, and this is like, and then you go to a psychologist, you know, with, with your problem, which is in your head, you know, everything you think, everything you try to make right, everything you try to make wrong, like, okay, I had this childhood and that is why I don't have choice. Like it's everything that that tells you why you don't have choice to change something. And then you meet a psychologist and then the way to go about it is to change it again with addressing what's in your head. It's like, really? Uh, that doesn't work so well. So what else is possible there? So, so when you ask what, how did I do it? I have no idea. I just started to uh, like go and, and let go all the reference points, everything I've learned as a psychologist, which was pretty hard because it's like, really, I used psychology as a navigator, as a GPS through this reality, because that is what we do. We use some kind of psychology or whatever logic, you know, everybody has their own little, you know, it's, it's numerology or any kind of explanation of things we use. What about, oh, yes, little bumps on your head ah. or theology is another really fun one. Yeah, which God is right. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> oh, I, I don't I don't see many people navigating with gynecology, however. Which, <laughs> so I think is, you know, probably a good thing in most cases, but that's a story for another well, time. What would you navigate <laughs> with gynecology? Well, I'm not going to answer that question. I, that I'm going to leave the it. study you have the gynus? I'm going to leave. What? <laughs> I have a question. Why is it that a discipline fully devoted to female anatomy has guy at the very beginning? Shouldn't a, it be called girl necology? You see well, what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see what you're talking about. And why about do women that. menstruate? And why do they have menopause? I think it's very important <laughs> to women. I think so too. Huh. Well, that's because men are dominant. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. So you say. Well, I mean, that's what we all know. Please. It's like everybody tells you that. I, yeah, let's just so must keep be some. that illusion going, shall we? Hey, you know what? So, Susanna, I'm sorry. Um, Michael told us before we actually started that we had a caller, and I forgot that she was Oops, waiting. Yes. And so we have a caller named Gina. Is Gina still on the line? Maybe. Okay, so she's there listening. Okay, cool. Okay, Got good. it. All right. Okay, good. <clears throat> cool. So I apologize. I interrupted you. You know, we have a few <laughs> minutes here till break. So please carry on. And, and uh, I apologize for our interruption. But like that, you were saying, you know, people navigate that way. Right. I love your interruptions, by the way. They're awesome. <laughs> and that's exactly like the energy of like, you know, why make things significant? And that's what we do when, you, when we like um, use our brains to navigate and understand this world. Everything becomes so extremely significant rather than just enjoying whatever, you know, whatever shows up. And, and, um, and that's what I learned. That's what I learned so much using the tools. Like not when I meet a patient, not trying to make it serious or significant and trying to um, help the person, like take take res- responsibility for um, helping or curing the patient, but by asking the patient, so, you know, what's going on in your world? What would you like to change? And if you don't want to change, that's fine too. It's like this constant, like having to change things, this necessity of changing rather than, okay, so what's already working and how does it get any better than, than that? Um, and so- yeah. So rather than functioning from that place of, okay, here's a problem, we need to find out what it is and why, and once we find out why, it'll magically go away, which we found doesn't actually work anyway, <laughs> yeah. it's more like, hey, what do you actually have right already and how do you get it better rather than what's wrong with you, you're screwed up and let me show you how. Yes. Well, that point of view is basically the psychological point of view anymore is you're, you know, you're messed up and, uh, and let us show you why. Exactly. That is exactly that. That's a great summary. <laughs> Which is yeah. really interesting. You know, and it, I think it's sort of like slippery floors to a chiropractor. It, it's sort of like job security, you know. Exactly. If, it's like if I can keep proving to you how you're screwed up, then you'll keep needing me and you'll keep paying me. How does it get any better than that? You yeah. Know? You know, and, and it's like and I've got a great story about my psychology, my abnormal psych professor, which we can tell after the break. But it, I think you'll at least appreciate it. You given know, given your sure. psychological background, you know, it's like, oh, my God, some of the things they say just crack me up. <laughs> some of the things they say and some of the points of view they have. So or even more of a crack up. So you came along, you started using these tools, and I think you're uh, getting the notifications we are. So you know how long we have till break, yeah? Me? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, yes. Cool. Just wanted to make sure. But so basically you came along and you're like, wait a minute. Rather than looking at the problems, rather than looking at the why, let's start looking from a different place. Yes. And in reading your book, some of the stories that you have and some of the illustrations and some of the 
the well and all the tools it's like you can see how what it does it brings a different form of lightness to what's actually possible so for those of you listening our book is called pragmatic psychology and the tagline is practical tools for being crazy happy it's got a beautiful picture of Susanna in the ocean on the front and a <laughs> sexy picture on the back I think those two pictures are really worth the price of the book personally Thank and then it's you. got all this meat on the inside and uh, you can get it at the Access Consciousness Shop. You can get it on uh, Amazon.com. There are all kinds of fun places you can find this book, but it's called Pragmatic Psychology. And uh, we're speaking with the amazing author of that phenomenal book, Susanna Mittermeier. And we're going to continue the conversation, get into some tools, and hopefully have some more entertainment because we like to do that and make you laugh Yeah. right after these messages. Thank up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to Accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back, everybody. It's Gary. Dane will be right back in just a moment. Uh, and we have the lovely Miss Susanna Mittermeier here as our guest today. Hey, Susanna, you know, it's like before the break, I told you I was going to tell you about, uh, you know, my psychological background. You know, it's right. Like when I was in school, it's like I had an abnormal psych professor. <laughs> and uh, it's like, Okay. And- okay. When you hear that, did you hear like an abnormal psych professor? Yes. I'm yeah. like, are you didn't hear abnormal psych professor? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was a bit abnormal, but it was very interesting because one of the things he was talking about transference, you know, it's like, you know, your patients will sometimes transfer, you know, see you as a father figure or my, my and then he, he went on to say, and my patients hate me. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like I heard him say it, and I went, I looked at the girl next to her, and I said, do you hear what he said? She goes, she goes no, what did he say? And I thought, oh, my God, you people don't listen. You're supposed to be psychologists. What the hell are you taking this class for? But people hear through their, their own filters, don't they? Man. Exactly. That is yeah. really, really funny. When you try to be, like, what they say, objective, and you, you're yeah. supposed to be the... I don't know, like the white, something, the white, you know, something table or whatever they call it, and then, and then you're not supposed to have any points of view, like ah, and then you know, there's so many points of view going on in in their heads, um, and I got aware of how many points of view I bought as mine, and I had to, you know, clear myself to just go, upon park myself, just be aware of, okay, so um, who 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 am I working here with? Who um, who am I facilitating? And what's possible here that I haven't acknowledged? Like really, really asking questions. That's a and great like, question. I mean, every psychologist, you know, should function from that. What am I yeah. you know, aware of that I'm not acknowledging? And what, yes. you know, what do these people really want? And and like you exactly. said, it's possible that I'm not acknowledging, you know, because you ask that question and these doors open up that yeah. you never knew before, you know, until you ask that one simple question. If every psychologist could do that, just imagine if, if they just got that one thing. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. that one thing of asking that question and actually continuing to function from that question the whole time. Imagine what else would change or what else would be possible. Well, that's one of the gifts that yeah. the people who've come to access who are in psychology have taken away with them is this ability to ask the question and to look at things from, okay, what is this? What do I do with it? Can I change it? And if so, how do I change it? Four questions that'll you know, set you up to go in all kinds of different directions than you think you can go. And that is such, those questions are brilliant, like really brilliant. I use them all the time. Like when I sit with a patient, um, I like, and, and you have those moments, like every psychologist knows that you sit with somebody, they tell you their problem, you go like, you know, okay, now what? And there's now what you go into, you, you kind of go into this, the, the client's world and try to fix it and understand it. And that's where you get lost. So in that moment, rather than getting drowned in, you know, and it doesn't have to be a client. We all know that I'm, you're in Christmas now, you know, where you have those moments like, now what? Um, and instead of going drowning into the other person's world, whoever you're talking or dealing with, um, you just, you know, start by being aware of your body and just, you know, okay, so um, put, you know, whatever you do, just put, you know, two hands on your body, just be aware, breathe, whatever. Um, doesn't need to be difficult. And then just... Um, be aware of your own space and 
start asking those questions because they're really, really cool. What is it? What do I do with it? Can I change it? And how can I change it? And you don't need to see, say them out loud. Um, you know, you can say them in your head. And it's really cool because you start to get aware of those doors that Dane are talking about that are just like, oh, you didn't even see them before because awareness is a really cool thing. Um, I know I'm, I'm like stunned every day how cool awareness is. Uh, it's literally like, turning on the lights and you start to see things that you haven't really seen before. And that's what I got as, as a psychologist, like really starting to see possibilities with my patients that I haven't seen before. Because when you drown in somebody else's world, whether you are a psychologist or a mother or, you know, a teacher, whoever you are, whoever you are, it's like um, such a different thing when you stop drowning and being, being a, being space and um, and asking questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Susanna, we have a, speaking of a questions. Question TK is on hold with a question. <laughs> cool. TK. Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi. What's Hi. your question? Hi. Well, here's my question. Um, I'm a full time caregiver. I've been doing access for about two years. I take care of my mom who had a massive stroke, and um, I've been doing it for six years. And I find when I'm using the tools with myself and the, you know, quote-unquote outcome that I'm probably coming to conclusions about, but the outcome um, would only, like, seemingly affect me. I'm really capable, but so much of my choices affect another person's, like, moment-to-moment existence that I kind of get, like, in this muddle and this mud and I'm really stuck right now. And I'm very analytical, and I've worked so much to let release that, and I've had a lot of success in a lot of arenas. But there's something like around cause and effect and responsibility mm-hmm. that I just get into this muddle, and I'm, I like literally feel like I'm useless. I know that's a judgment, but that's my experience at the moment. So my question is, like, are there questions that I'm missing, or is there some place that I can, when someone else is, directly physically affected. I'm sure parents deal with this all the time, but I'm not a parent, so I'm not really familiar with it. How do you just keep marching forward and making the choices without knowing what the outcome is going to be when you're responsible for another person's well-being? I've got a couple of suggestions, actually. Yay! (laughs) So, number one, I'd run on myself what energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be it would allow us to have total clarity with all of this for all eternity. What energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be that would give us total clarity with all of this for all eternity? And everything that is times a godzillion, we just try to create it all. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. And the other one is, what invention am I using to create the confusion I am concluding. (laughs) Now, see, that even made you laugh. So that obviously is one that's going to work for you. So what invention am I using to create the confusion I am choosing? And it's like, literally, it's like we don't get that. You know, it's like you, you put too many ideas and thoughts into the hopper, you lock yourself up. And you create this, you have invented a confusion when there doesn't necessarily have to be one. And what you want to do is start to break it down to, okay, what is this? 
What do I do with it? Can I change it? And if so, how do I change it? And those four questions will do wonders to changing the way you deal with somebody. And it's like, I've actually had parents who I've given those same processes to and the idea of asking, what is this? It's like, and the other thing I ask them to do, okay, is this really relevant? Because we have a tendency to decide something's relevant, whether it is or not. And I highly recommend you get uh, Susanna's book and read it because it's got some great ideas and tools in there that will help you as well. And you yep. mentioned the word, you mentioned useless um, as though it was, you know, something bad. What if it's something, what if you could ask how useless can I be here? Um, that's something I write about in a book too. Exactly, because it, it creates this lightness of how useless can I be here? Like we're so used to trying to be useful and and trying to get results and outcomes. Like you, you stated it yourself so beautifully, like, you know, trying to make it logical, trying to find um you know the co- making the cause and effect model real and and then if if you make it real and logical like okay of course you know i do this and then i'm affecting the other person by this whatever i do you know you make it logical um so 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 what if you could ask how useless can i be there here because the brain the thinking the feeling the emoting everything you try to make real and right and true uh, where you try to make it right and avoid doing it wrong is where you try to be useful to create some kind of certain outcome rather than asking, so how useless can I be here, which creates this lightness in our worlds. We don't try to achieve something certain, but ask, hey, what is possible here? How useless can I be here? Um, whether it's for a person or for yourself. Great. Yeah, that's great. That's beautiful. And. That one thing, if you can get it, TK, will make your life so much easier, especially when you're in the place of being a primary caregiver for a family member. You know, it'd be one thing if it were your hired job and you went and became, you know, did that and left and went to your own house or whatever. But what happens is if you can, if you can actually run that and start asking that question, realizing that the, it'll give you a lot of freedom from having to be the only one who is of any use and any value to your mom. <laughs> okay, I'll combine that with Cass's suggestion, which was about um, that it was really would be helpful for me to be a dumb blonde for a change. Yep, that's, that's a really good idea. There you go. <laughs> I'm, you know, it's like my my de- you know my problem is that I'm all my gray matters on the outside now. <laughs> <laughs> As, here's one thing that you can also run is what creation am I using to, no, what energy, space, and consciousness can I be to be as useless as I'd truly like to be? For Ooh, all eternity. Oh, good one. Real so, good one, Dane. So, you know, this is an interesting thing. See, you, you, the smart time to call, you've got three access consciousness facilitators on the line. You're going to get three different perspectives. I you know, know. And, I'm like, what the heck? Nobody's calling. Are they out of their minds? <laughs> I wish they were. I wish they were out of their minds. Yeah, <laughs> like, they call. <laughs> we'll see how good it is to be out of your mind. You end up with Gary Day in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great place to be. Oh, uh, hey, and one other one other suggestion is: Did you hear the the show where we talked about the biomimetic mimicry? 
I didn't hear the show. I've gotten the clearing, but I haven't heard okay. the show yet. No. Got that clearing oh, yes, basically please. day in and day out, nonstop, about your mom, about your dad, about every family member, and, about every relationship you've ever been in. And also okay. about all the things you've learned because it's like, you know, we try to learn all this stuff, you know, psychologically and stuff. And it's like, it just takes its toll on us in the end. So, so we got to get over that. So what creation am I, can you run it for me just so I can write it down? What creation are you using to, to invoke, invoke and perpetrate, and yeah. perpetrate yeah. the biomimetic mimicry of, everything of, I've learned. of other people's pathways and realities, pains and realities Am I choosing? And where do I stick the everything I've learned or the relationships or whatever of my mother's, of my father's, of everything I've learned, yeah. pathways, hopes, planes, and realities? Yeah, well, it, it's like the realities will take care of that because it's like those are things you quote unquote learned. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Hey, I've been wondering, I've been so tired during the, the um, Christmas and I, I've been asking, so what is it, you know, and, and running, running mimicry processes around tiredness and I'm asking, so body, are you really tired? And I got to know. So I'm like asking, so am I mimicking everybody else's unconsciousness? And I'm like, oh my God. So, so I've been running the, the mimicry process with everybody's unconsciousness. Is nice. that something else than, than the pathways or is that, you know, what do you get about that? Well, the, it's part of the pathways, it's part of the realities, and it's part of the pain. It's mm. part of all three. But what happens is when you have an awareness of a specific way for any of this processing, you know, we talked about mimicry, I think, a couple of weeks ago. But for any specific place where, or maybe last week, I don't remember, for any specific place where you have an awareness of a way in which this is going on. And what will happen is you'll find different ways the more you run the process. But for any specific way in which you find it, it may have pieces of all the other stuff. But once you get that awareness of, wow, this is actually other people's unconsciousness too. Yes. You can either add it to the process or, you know, or create the process around that to mm-hmm. change that specific. So you yeah. hit it from all kinds of different angles, basically. And the other part of it is, it's like any time you try to understand, and like TK with your mom, you're trying to understand what she's going through with her stroke. It's like you try to understand that, you'll actually physically mimic her body to try and understand. So it oh, begins yeah. into you and create a place where you're, you feel like you're losing your mind or yeah. losing the ability to put the synapses together. Wow. So, so then psychology itself is actually a, a big, big mimicry process. For the most part, it's the psychologist tries to mimic what the, you know, instead of asking a question that frees the person, they try to mimic what the person, understand what the per- person is suffering from, and then come up with a solution to it. But they have to mimic it first. Yeah. Wow. And also pretty much what the huge majority of what most people are suffering from that they can would go to a psychologist for is mimicry. Exactly. So on the one hand, as a psychologist, you have, so any psychologist out there listening, if you go home drained, mimicry is one of the biggest things that's going yeah, on. Absolutely. If you go home crazy, mimicry is one of the biggest things that's going on. If you're so depressed, you don't want to go to your practice, mimicry is one of the biggest things that's going on. And it wasn't until we got to this about a month ago that, that some areas of huge freedom started unlocking for all of us, you know, Susanna, Gary, me, in these ways that never had been able to be unlocked before. And also, 
if you're a psychologist, then you look and you go, wow, oh my God, pretty much what everybody is suffering from is mimicry. This one process, if people were to run it, could change the face of psychology. What do you think, Susanna? Totally, totally, exactly that, yes, yeah. So, TK, I hope we've answered your question. We're going to have to go to a break in a minute. If there's anything else you'd like to... Very, very, very much. Thank you. So glad you called So welcome. Thanks for calling. Okay, take care. Nice to hear you all. Bye-bye. Bye. So there you go. It's like, hey, there we had a great example of how this stuff works right there. I mean... You know, so I mean, that's one of the things I love about this program. When people call in and they have this stuff and we give them a, you know, a tool to use for themselves. And you can feel the world lightning right yeah, away. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So I would imagine that's one of the things you've seen in your practice, Susanna? So much for myself and for, for the patients I've been working with, exactly so that. Like maybe let's being- talk, when we come back from break here, how about if we talk about some of your experiences with your clients? Sure. Cool. Sounds like fun. We'll be back in a couple minutes on the Access Conscious Show on Voice America with the amazing Susanna Mittermeier, author of Pragmatic Psychology. Back in a couple. Thanks. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. AccessConsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At AccessConsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to Accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate change succeed 
You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hi, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane. And the amazing Susanna Mittermeier. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yep, that's what I'm talking about. A psychologist <laughs> who's actually alive. Where did she come from? <laughs> I like it. Must be that access stuff. So one of the interesting things, Susanna, was you said you came along to access and things started changing faster than you ever thought they could because you'd done so many other things to change. So what? let's talk about some Wait of the people. Minute. We have somebody, a caller waiting on the line. <laughs> so forgot. Good. I'm glad you I forgot. I totally for forgot. That was awesome. I'm no longer the senile one. Oh, good. Okay, That's good. great. That bodes well for my future. Yeah. How does it get any better than that? So we have a caller on the line. <laughs> caller. Do you remember the caller's name? No, I don't. Nor do I. That's Pat. Her name is Pat. Oh, Pat. Pat. Thank you, Susanna. Yes, Pat, I have a question. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much. I um, I recently finished um, foundation in level one. Cool. And and I've been enjoying um, access very much, and I want to thank you. Um, I more recently fixed my toilet using access. I do want you to know that. So that was very fun. Um, my my question did... today is not to do with plumbing, however. I um <laughs> wondering if you could give me a process. My mother passed. It'll be a year in January, and I really feel drawn to um, writing about her experience. Um, in other words, from the moment of passing until what she's doing now. And I, I really feel strongly that something that I need to do, perhaps she would like me to do, but I, I'm not quite where I'm. Um, obtaining the information and able to um, complete this. Is there a process that could move me forward with this? Yes. What energy, space, and consciousness can I be to be the greatest writer I have ever been in all eternity? That's great. Okay. And, okay. and another thing you can use is like because you just fixed your toilet. Um, it's like everything doesn't allow you to be the greatest writer. You can just flush it. That was a bad <laughs> joke. <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> oh, boy. I like your sense of humor. <laughs> well, that, that's, I, I appreciate that. I, I, I truly feel this is something that I, I really am supposed to be doing and so looking forward to it. And feel pretty confident with some access tools that I'll, I'll be able to... Um, move in that direction. So thank you. I appreciate it There's one other thing I would suggest. It's like I found for me personally that I I can write for about 20 minutes before I start to feel blocked. Mm -hmm. So I will sit down for 20 minutes and do something. And you can do 20-minute increments and you'd be amazed at what you can accomplish in 20 minutes. And then come back to it the next day and read it again and then go on for another 20 minutes. That That sounds about right. That sounds good. And it's much easier than trying to sit down and write the whole damn thing. Perfect. Perfect. And one other thing you might acknowledge, Pat, is how much information are you already getting from your mom that you just haven't been able to sort of cognitize, but that's there nonetheless. 
And if you allowed yourself to acknowledge it and tap into it and allow that to be every bit as real to you as when you were able to speak to her when her body, you know, when she was here in her body. Because um, when you talked about her, there was this interesting sense of, like I looked out the window here and there's this tree with some fall leaves still hanging on it. And I was like, wow, how beautiful. Then I looked over at all the other trees and noticed the beauty. And, and it was literally in conjunction with you mentioning her and it was like this sense of the contribution she's there being to you and actually writing this. So just ask and ask her to work together until you can sort of work out a communication scheme that allows you to get what she's able to communicate now in a totally different way than you ever thought possible. Okay. So working in a team, and that's a sense I've got that it's not just her and I. Perhaps I need to be thinking of a team as well. Yeah. And so you might also run what energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be to receive all of the information and awareness we're getting with total ease. That's great. That's great. Well, I appreciate it so much. And and thank you. I've been enjoying access extremely. Um, So my appreciation to you and, and a wonderful new year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you, and thanks for the gratitude, and thanks for being on the planet. My pleasure. Same to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Guess what, Susanna? We have somebody else on hold. This time I'm going to make you answer. Annette, (laughs) what's your question? Hi, you three awesome wizards. This is, like, amazingly fun. Um, I have Susanna's book here, and I'm three-quarters of the way through it, and I it's just super awesome. I'd have to, and there's so many things that I got a has about. So the one I'm going to pick today is, you have in one part about, um, I have uh, teenagers, and one of them I'll just call is more sensitive. We're the, you know, the highly sensitive type, which in the past I would call a feeler. And recently I learned in your book, and I think Gary mentioned something about locking it in our bodies when we buy it. Yes. Um, so, my worry <laughs> is, what, what question can I ask, or can you guys follow the energy for me? And when I worry about him, because he's not in the school system, this one of my sons doesn't fit. One son managed to get through the school system, and this one we've pulled out for now, just so he doesn't, he can connect with his own self a bit, because all of those thoughts, feelings, emotions of others, he really gets overwhelmed. So I worry about, like, he knows he doesn't fit in, but... Okay. uh, Yeah. So, Annette, um, so what if you acknowledged the great mom you are? Have you ever acknowledged the gift you are to him? Oh, well, I think I'm oh, to with access what? helping. Well, is this a yes or was it? Okay, so was this a yes or no? You know, just, truth, that? have you ever, truth, have, Annette, truth, have you ever acknowledged it, what a great mom you are? Oh, probably not. <laughs> that was obvious. Too dull. That's the answer no. was, hell no. no. <laughs> okay. so, uh. so, the greatest gift you could be to your son was uh, was to not worry about him, you know. Um, so, and I I know that I know that from so from dealing with a lot of teenagers and from having a mom who 
who loves to worry about me. And I know like what that creates in my world and I know what that creates for moms and what, what that creates for teenagers. It's really like like the worry, the greatest worry wizard is to acknowledge the greatness you are and to start being gra- grateful for you as the mother you are. Like really, literally, every time something comes up in your world where you go, oh my God, I'm so wrong. I didn't do this right. I, I wasn't the perfect mom there. I didn't do this good enough. You just pot and pock yourself. You just say, okay, everything that that is, I destroy and I create it. And you really do it. You really choose to destroy and I create it. Not just go, oh, I destroy and I create it. You just really choose to destroy and I create it. And then you pot and pock it like really diligently every time. Mm-hmm. Okay, like every time any judgment comes up, and this might be, a, a, you know, a bit of a work to do because this might come up a lot of times. And then if you listen to to Gary and Dane's shows where they talk about the mimicry, so it's really like um, one of the things that I've noticed with moms, especially is like um, this necessity to judge yourself to being a good mom, like to in order to become to become a good mom, it's like it's part of the deal is judging yourself. And if you don't judge yourself, you're not a good mom because that's part of the deal. Yeah, judging is a big piece of it for sure. Yeah, so it's basically where you mimic everybody else's momdom, like Mm -hmm. way of being a mom. Mm -hmm. And so if you can use Mm -hmm. the process, the mimicry process to address that for you, um, that particular energy, or use it as, you know, as Gary and Dane use it, like with Pathways, Pains, and Realities, that's a really great process to use just to get over mimicking um, all the other moms, all the other parents' ways of doing it where you of necessity need to judge yourself. Like that is the greatest gift you can be to you and your kids to get over your judgments uh, of yourself and how you're being as a mom or as a dad or as a relative. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've actually really been... I'm definitely different. I definitely, I'm definitely different parent than the other yeah. parents. I can tell you that. <laughs> and and has your has your son chosen you? Like you talk about his great capacities. You know the X Men capacities, as we yeah. call them, like the mutation of the species. Um, that's that's been labeled so much. You know, I've seen it seen it all the time in psychiatry. Like all the all the labels of ADHD, autism, OCD, all the all you know all those names, and then what capacities are actually hiding behind them and has he chosen you as a mom because there's something you know that you might not have acknowledged oh yeah yeah today I actually was was asking him a question about creating his future and he went to the get a job get a house you know and then he says and then after he was going to travel the world and I said well what if you could travel the world first and <laughs> with you know and he, I, he's like because I need a job I need money I said well with access they travel the world and teach and they make lots of money and he's like yeah mom I'm going to do what you do <laughs> so anyway I was I call it that planting seeds for him <laughs> and what an inspiration you are huh See, and what a great mom you are. Jesus, are you kidding me? You're inspiring your kid to achieve what he wants? Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's not, it's not in a way, it's not easy because no one else, it's like no one else around you, you know, they just kind of look at you cross-eyed, right? Exactly. They're stupid. Yeah, yeah. Be the pioneer in not judging you and just, you know, enjoy being a mom, being a weird, different, crazy mom mm-hmm. and happy at the same time. I know it's weird, but, you know, you could be the first one. 
Yeah, and that was the other thing in your book was huge about the happiness part and perceiving other people with big smiles. I've, oh, that, I love that part in your book. You explained it so well and so simply. And it's not, I'm not really the understanding brain person. I'm the feeler, healer, you know, take everything on coach kind of person or used to be. And when you explain that part about trusting, you're knowing, because I would, I'd look at people and they're like these big smiles and, and I felt confused. Like I was always kind of confused. <laughs> like I couldn't right. even speak to them because I didn't know how to communicate with them in a way. Because you're was, aware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I finally learned allowance from thanks to Dane's video on Christmas Day. He really explained it well. <laughs> thanks, Dane. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I was. I had you in mind when I made it, so you're welcome. It I hope it helped. It wasn't for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thank, so, you, so that, thank you so much for your thank call. You. I'm now sorry to, to cut it a little short. We've yeah. got to go. We, yeah. we end in about 60 seconds oh, here. Yeah. Okay, thanks for everything. Have a great rest of the holiday and thank New you. Year. See you. Hey, Dane, thank I'll see you, you so much. Thanks for being a wonderful mom. You are truly a great mom, and what a gift. I mean, if we could have parents who empowered us, what oh, would that in our world. Wow. So, Susanna, how do people get a hold of you? I'm sorry I didn't ask before. I've been a very bad radio host. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, uh, let me, I need to think too. It's SusannaMittermeyer.com slash pragmatic psychology. Susanna Mittermeyer, S U S A N N A M I T T R M A I E R, like Oscar Meyer, for those of you in the U.S., except with an I where the Y is. M E I. M-A-I-E-R, SusannaMitterMeyer.com forward slash pragmatic psychology if you want to get the book. And you can also, uh, let's see, you can get it on the Access Consciousness Shop. And is it also available on uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble? Amazon, Barnes & Noble, yes. Awesome. All of the usual suspects. My dear, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for being on with us. And your book is brilliant. Thank you so much for writing it. You know what? It's going to inspire a whole lot of people. Truly. And it will change it. A lot of people's lives and open them up to greater possibilities. So welcome to our world, everybody, where everything is pragmatic psychology. Woohoo! <laughs> Thanks, Suzanne. Is there anything else you want to say at the very last three seconds? Just thank you. What else is possible for us to create in the world? Absolutely. Go awesome. pragmatic. <laughs> Go pragmatic. Awesome. Welcome to our world where <laughs> infinite possibilities exist. And we look forward to being with you next time on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. This is Dane. Gary, hey, Gary and the amazing Susanna Mittermeier. Look forward to meeting with you next time, y'all. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.